Who's the person you were talking to at the student center yesterday, Mr. Hempel? There was such a crowd around him that I couldn't get within earshot, but I caught a glimpse of him over their heads, and I thought he must be a newcomer to Princeton. What's his name? Which do you mean, Mr. Pratt? There were two of them. The one I mean was sitting two away from you on the right, on the other side of Professor Stevens' young daughter. She's grown up, you know. Not much older than my girl, but she's well-developed and really good-looking. Oh, that was Mr. Lucas. The one sitting on my left was his fellow countryman, Mr. Sykes. I was having a discussion with both. I don't know them. They are scholars, I take it, and from abroad. What country do they come from, and what's their field? They are Englishmen from Oxford, and they have been living over here for some months since they had to leave Oxford. As for their field, I should say, though it sounds ridiculous, uh, that they are experts in many subjects. I never knew before what a real all-rounder was, but these two, I believe, would be a match for anybody, even that New York professor who wins all the money on TV. They actually make regular television appearances in their own country and command a high salary, I understand. Both are also excellent linguists and classics teachers, and more recently they have completed the picture by mastering philosophy. Now there is hardly a scholar in the world who can outwit them. Do you know it is said that they can refute any statement, true or false? As a matter of fact, I am thinking of putting myself in their hands. They claim to be able to make anyone as smart as they are in quite a short time. Yes, but don't you suppose you might be too old, Mr. Hempel? No, I'm not afraid of that, because evidently these techniques can be picked up very easily. They themselves have only been philosophers for a few years. I am worried, though, in case I get them a bad name, as I did for poor Mrs. Willis, who teaches me the piano. Her younger students used to snigger and call her rude names, you know, and I shouldn't like the same to happen to these Englishmen. Indeed, they might refuse to enroll me for that very reason. <coughs> what I did in Mrs. Willis' case was to persuade other faculty members to take lessons from her, too, and I shall try to do the same again. I hope you will join me yourself, and perhaps we should take along your daughters as bait. They might smooth our way. I have no objection to that. But tell me first about the Englishman's philosophy. I'd like to know what I am going to learn. Well, that's easy. I listened hard to yesterday's conversation, which I will do my best to repeat. 